Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the April 27th edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast, uh, presented in association with InsideTheRink.com. Um, joining me, I'm your host, Jake Hughes, of course, and across the way from me, you screwed me up there, the old man back from his one-week absence. How the hell are you doing, old man? I am doing much better. Thank you so much. That's good. Um what were you feeling? doing there? Like, what what was that all about? What, what... Uh, you you swapped the cameras so uh, on me, and I you threw me off because I was getting ready to point with this hand, and then you swapped the cameras as I was live, and it lost me. <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, "What is he doing? He looks I'm like confused. he doesn't know. It looks like he did another edible, and no, he doesn't that was even last... know what day it is. That was uh, I didn't have an edible last night. I had a lovely. THC beverage. It was great. It's a great it's way great. to yeah. just relax. Until you tried to talk <laughs> business. And then it was like, how about we talk about this tomorrow? How about we, how about we talk this tomorrow? Um, so you're back after your week of illness. Yes. Um, yes. I feel much better um, thanks to this new freaking drug called Paxlovid. It seems to have really helped. So good um, to hear. Good to knock hear. on wood. Hopefully it um, stays and we... Um, it. We're both uh, we're both on the mend, so that's a good thing. Good to hear. Good to hear, because you know it was uh, it was a bit scary. You're getting a text uh, the day after we recorded the podcast, being like, "Yeah, I'm going to emergency because I can't breathe." It was so fun. it was. Um, I think a lot of it uh, this time had was um, almost a panic attack because I was I I didn't know what was going on and I didn't want to go through what we went through last time. So fair makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. So. Yeah. Let's jump into some news now that you're back and better and and hopefully healthy for at least a couple more years. You're getting old, so there you go, you bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big news today. again. Big big news today. <clears throat> kind <clears throat> of out of nowhere because I don't think anyone was expecting this announcement. Uh, the CFL announced today that they have a new US TV rights deal with CBS Sports. Uh, CBS Sports Network is to carry 34 games. Um, starting this year, but it, it, we believe, uh, according to all rumors, is that the deal is going to coincide with the end of the TSN rights in 2025. Oh, really? Is that what the... Nothing's really That's, been... They haven't really put out a lot of information. I have more information. Um, when was this posted? This was only posted... It uh, doesn't even give me a time. This was posted pretty new. Okay. Um, Farhan Lalji... Um, I read this, yes. ...is saying that CBS... Uh, earlier today, when we were talking, we were... Uh, being told that it was probably the richest deal that the CFL has made, as per Dave Naylor. Um, I don't believe that to be the case anymore. According to Farhan Lalji, CBS is paying a million dollars for the rights, um, of which each team will receive $100,000. That's not a big deal. That's pretty pretty slim pickings. Um, the old deal... Um, according to Three Down Nation reporter John Hodge, was worth two hundred thousand dollars USD. So you, you've five times your your rights deal in the states. Really? Okay. To carry to carry not even half of the games to carry thirty four games. Now I hear there's more to this deal. There's I hear there's more coming to this deal, and it's funny because uh, the CFL put out a um, kind of a teaser on Monday or Tuesday saying, huge announcement coming Wednesday. We're going to make a big announcement on Wednesday. And it was 
a new website to play Pick'em and other so, silly games. So again, we've talked about how bad the CFL media is. They got so many people hyped up because they, their graphics were typical gamer graphics. It was neon lights. It was remote controllers. It, it, it got people excited. Not even, not even for a console game, for a mobile app, for something, for a new way to stream games. So, and they give they give us a way to gamble more. We well, and we have a group um, that plays Pick'em every year. Have done for the last four or five years. Unfortunately, the guy that um, started it, Dave Wright, is a buddy of mine that I went to school with. He just passed away back beginning of March, uh, end of February. So um, he used to set it up. It was a Pick'em. It was. You go to pick'em.ca and you make your picks for the week and the guy with the most most picks wins. Um, yeah. So when they when they when I saw that, oh, you're going to go to CFL game or whatever, whatever it's called. I forget what it's called. I game Center? No, I can't remember. No. Anyways, I'm like, oh, they finally have an app. This is freaking awesome. Game Zone. Huh? Game Zone. Game so zone. I, I log on to Game Zone um, and I expect to get redirected to my Play Store and download an app. No. No. It's a very nice website. Don't get me wrong. The website's way better than the Pick'em website that was they had. Um, there's all kinds of different things you can do on it. I'm sure they'll give you all the CFL scores. They'll give you all the CFL news. They'll give you all the games. But it's not an app. It's 2023. Why isn't this on an app? Can you not go to the NFL and pull up an app on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. And, and on the app, the it gives all, all the news aggregated right there for you. It gives you scores. There's a push notifications you can get. So it'll update you. It'll update you when your team scores. It can't be this difficult. I mean, is there, and you would know this better than I would. Is there a huge expense to put out an app? Not to my, again, my, my knowledge on building the app from a company side of view should be pretty straightforward. I, especially an app because like this. it's not a rocket science app. You have the you have all the content. All the content is on your website already. Yes. All you need to do is have someone. And again, it's outside of my realm, uh, and I know I can go to Chat GPT and, and I get can them type to build in, us a, an app for uh, Hugh Sportscast. Done. Literally, it would spit out code to bring in uh, everything. Yes. There's there's no there is no way that the CFL couldn't afford with their multi multiple partnerships that they've made with all these companies, these technology companies to make an app. Are we missing it? Like, is there an app? Can I go to my place? Oh, yeah, you go, yeah, go to the app, mm -hmm. open store. it. So I'm going to yep. go, I'm doing it while we talk folks. I'm going to my play yep. store. I'm going to search. There is a CFL app. There's a CFL app. CFL apps, CFL mobile, CFL hub news. 2023 CFL schedule and scores. CFL entered. Uh, so the, so I guess it would be CFL mobile. I believe CFL mobile is the. I'm going to install um, it just while we're talking. So keep talking. It's basically from my remembrance of it is it's just a port of the website. So when you click on the link, it just brings you to the website, but it's inside an app. Welcome. 
the app the application assists oh, no. you with all your national and cross border dream cross border oh, no, this journeys. Is, the CFL mobile app is your assistant for travel planning using public means of transport in Lux in Luxembourg. Okay, so that's not the app I really want. I'm not allowing it to do anything, and I'm going to have to delete this app now. Thank you very much to CFL. Uninstall. So, <laughs> so they might not have an app anymore. CFL mobile. And if you look at it, it's a CFL mobile. Yeah, that but it's the not the logo. It came up. Yep. And then the one below it, I guess, the CFL. I'm going to, should we try this one? It's Who's CFL, it made by? CM3 Solutions, CFL News Hub. CM3 Solutions. Never heard of them. Developers can show information. No, that's not it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm giving up because yeah. they don't have, uh, th- a, there, they don't there used have to, an app. There used to be an app, and it used to literally just pull up the website. So why would you have an app? It makes no sense that in 2023, the CFL can't put it together, still can't get their act together. Well, and if they were smart, if they were smart, which they're not clearly, like their media department is locking, you're partnered with TSN for Canadian broadcasting, right? You get it, you get the CFL app and it's literally, you can make it almost just an extension of the TSN app, but it's its own separate app just for the CFL. And it allows you to log in to your TSN account, whether you have it through terrestrial cable or their, the TSN direct, the over the yeah. top uh, or the t- over whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, logins. And you can watch the games on your mobile phone like that. You Wouldn't get updates. Cool to be able you to can... like get, buy tickets from the CFL app for each game. It can't be this hard. If you and I can sit here in five minutes and come up with all these neat things an app can do. It drives me nuts, Jake. As you know, and I, we've talked about this in the beginning segment, um, we always show it, is we, you and I have talked about how CFL is their own worst enemy. Um, if, I, if, me, if in my position as a sales coordinator for a television sports talk show does more to um, promote the CFL in one month than the CFL has done in over 100 years... There's something effing wrong in Denmark or wherever that F that app Luxembourg. Luxembourg. <laughs> it just, it blows my mind. It's just one of those things where it's, it seems so simple and so easy to you and I, and it doesn't make sense why it's not being done. Because the CFL isn't going to be successful because of the leadership. At what point do we have to? At what point do we have to look at everything that Randy Ambrosi has done, and uh, who was it before him that lasted like six months? But go and, back. I mean, you go back ten years. There's been apps for ten years, Jake. Yep. What? Come on. How can we not have an app for a professional sport league? NBA has an app. NFL has an app. NBA has an app. Does the uh, professional women's hockey league have an app? Probably. Because then, because then we're comparing apples to oranges uh, ratings wise. Like that's why I bring up that example is the CFL doesn't have the doesn't have the draw that clearly an NFL does or MLB even. No, 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 no. But the fact that build it, they'll come to a degree. To a degree, Jake. They just signed a good deal. Money take away the money portion. A good deal to get 
the CFL in front of how many homes did we figure out uh, CBS Sports is in? Did we figure that uh, out? It could be up to 99. It's available in 99 million homes across the United Close States. Close to 100 million homes. We're going to have the CFL, 34 games. The first game being broadcast on this, the uh, CBS television network is... BC Lions and Calgary Stampeders and the season Calgary opener. Stampeders, the season opener. Great idea because history says that's a good game. Um, yep. Whenever BC and Calgary play, it goes down to the last minute. It's one in the last three minutes. I think when I was talking to Jay McNeil, who is the vice president of the Calgary Stampeders about a month ago now, he was saying last year, like over 70% of games um, in the CFL were decided in the last three minutes of the game. How cool is that? That's insane. It's it's honestly, it's one of those things where you can't explain it. Like we can explain it. We can get excited about it. But if you don't watch it, you, it's, don't, you don't understand it. Because you're like, what do you mean every, it's a football game. Game's over th- with three minutes left to go. No, no. Like I, I, I like the NFL. I do. I tried to like the NFL more and more every year. I can't. In comparison to the CFL, it's a very slow paced game. And I understand that's why it has, in my opinion, that's why it has a very big reach and a very big grab on the audience. Yes. Because the the play-by-play guys have 45 seconds between each play to explain what just happened. And they can in the do CFL, all, there's a, you can do a lot in 45 seconds. Um, there's 45 seconds in in live television is a lot of time. It, you'd be amazed how long 45 seconds is when you have to fill 45 seconds talking. Um, so putting all that aside, we now have a really, I think, the best TV deal that the CFL has had since we did the expansion into the uh, States. I can't remember the deal back then. Um, Now we need to promote this. And and, and I was quiet there for, for a reason. I know you were doing something. I was quiet for 45 seconds. Yeah. That's hard for you. When you, when you said 45 seconds is a long time to fill air, I started counting from the clock. That's what I was staring at. Did you realize how long it was? That's 45 seconds is a long time because you Uh, came to the end of your point and started to move on. I can run and go pee and come back in 45 seconds. Yeah. Our intro that we run every time is a minute and a half. Yeah. That's two 45 second chunks. If I was, if I didn't have something I needed in front of me, I didn't have a website open. I didn't have all of the lower thirds that I, I can get that done in a minute and a half. Mm So no, we're not. But, don't, don't go crazy, people. We're not suggesting that um, we go to forty-five second break. In no, 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 no. We're just saying how much more exciting because it's a faster game. It's a twenty-second clock and wider field, longer field, balls are bigger, less downs. The biggest less, thing is less downs. If you're an American down, who's watching right now, the ball more. It's a tossing game. Honestly, if you have a quarterback that can throw the ball, you're not going to win. If you're an American watching right now and you have CBS Sports, please watch. Please watch because we're going to be talking about it a lot as we come into the the football season. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. And I'm going to kind of just 
do this without even getting permission from Jake. If we have an American listener who will watch, who promise to watch the BC Calgary game on June the 8th, I think it is. I think it's June yes. the 8th. June the 8th, yes. Um, June the 8th. Watch the game. I don't think it's June the 8th. June the 8th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Is it? Okay. BC Lions at Calgary Stampeders, week one of 21. Oh my goodness. That was That's not good. That's a Thursday, Jake. Why would they do that to us on a Thursday? <laughs> my goodness. What are we going to do? Oh, I know. We're going to change the podcast and move it to Monday because we want to be able to cover the CFL during the CFL season. Hey, I like that idea. I like that. I wonder where I came up with that idea. Hmm. Okay, huh. sorry, sorry. You were you were on a you were on a tangent there. So American yes, fan watch, watches the game. Yeah, squirrel, watch the game June eighth, and I mean really watch it. Take notes, even take notes, even on the Monday, June twelfth. We will have you on the show for at least one segment, which is like fifteen minutes or so. Longer if you don't suck, shorter if you suck. Um, <laughs> and we'll discuss your experience watching the CFL. And I promise I'll listen. I won't just go, you're freaking stupid if you don't think this is better football. No, I do. No, I'll, I'll think that, but I won't say it out loud. Well, and like we are also biased because we are fans of, of the BC Lions. Well, we were we're born, going, we were born and bred on it. Exactly. So is there going to be a learning curve? Yes. There is, but it's in my opinion, if you take out the announcers, which we've talked about before on this podcast, yeah. I'm going to hit it on the head many more times. If you get better announcers, you will increase the viewership. I, what I want to know is, and it hasn't been released is, is it, are they just simulcasting the TSN broadcast to the States or is it a, is it its own play-by-play crew? I don't know. That's a good question. Cause think if it's, the it's possibilities, if they have their own CBS announcers, Think of who they could have on. Who? I mean, they don't have anyone. That's the reason why they're picking up the CFL. Um, I was doing some digging. Uh, they lost the rights to NCAA football. They lost the rights to the NCAA March Madness, no, I no, believe. I mean, think of who they could bring on as commentators in oh, color. Well, they, to explain the differences, people who've played in the NFL and the CFL. He lives and, there. Right? Like... To me, you should if you're if you're the CFL, you're pushing CBS to do that for two reasons. One, again, you get an American perspective on the game. It's, two, it, it won't work if they just simulcast a Canadian because for two again, you're they're not going to explain the game properly because they know the game. They're not going to take yeah. the time to say, okay, on this play, the motion here did this, which draw the guy out because you in the CFL can run perpendicular or parallel to the line. Yeah, to to try to draw an offsides or to see the coverage, NFL that's a no no. Well, but and, if you're not explain that you're not going to understand, and you're going to be like, "Where's the flag?" And the and the average American football fan is used to this NFL hype. Hundred percent. They're not going to get the NFL uh, NFL type hype with Matt Dunnigan. No, no, exactly. You know what I mean? No, so they I have see, to bring in the big the big name. I agree. Or or does TSN do that? Does TSN go all out for these games no. make, and make them Why? events? Make, listen, hey, I want to put faith in TSN. I do because I they know. have, I mean, they've they've given the, the money to the league to, that has kept it going. Yeah. 
if they didn't, has, somebody else was going to. I get tired of hearing that. Crap. I don't. I, really I do. I don't think for the same amount of money. Um, because Sportsnet didn't have that money. Sportsnet, Sportsnet won. Um, Sportsnet got the NHL rights. They didn't have the money to send spend on the CFL. That's why it went to TSN. Breaking news from the CFL. Breaking news from the CFL. So during the um, Super Bowl lead up to the Grey Cup, uh, they always announce a halftime act. And it was two weeks, week and a half, and we didn't know who the hell was playing in the halftime. Yep. So now Riders tap platinum selling rock band, the Northern Pikes, for a summer concert series. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders are bringing classic rock back to this summer, booking five-time Juno Award nominees, the Northern Pikes, for a summer concert series. I'm just seeing when they're trying to play. This just broke. The group, uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. The team has already announced a musical guest for their 16th. Oh, sorry, this is even for the June 16th home opener. It's going to be Kim Mitchell at halftime. They announced this months in advance, but they couldn't announce... (laughs) Well, so again, going back to that, uh, for those who don't know, the CFL uh, Super Bowl, if you're down in the States, is the Grey Cup. Yes. Always a big event, just like the Super Bowl, just Canadian. Um, And there was no announcement about a week. I would say two weeks. And they announced it was one half of Florida-Georgia line because Florida and Georgia got into an argument and only one showed up. Don't know which one. Um, I still believe that they were... In negotiations or had negotiated to with Florida Georgia Line, the band broke up, and they had to figure out what the hell are we doing, <laughs> what the hell's going on with contract disputes and everything. It's the only exactly. thing that makes sense. Yes, um, I agree. Breaking news! Breaking news! So when, when is so when is that happening? They just said summer series, so I didn't. Okay. Really yeah. So yeah. I thought so it was what be you're saying home opener. Well, so what you're saying announced their home opening band. So wait, what you're saying, what you're saying is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are turning their summer games into events. Hmm. Hmm. So hmm. we live just for everyone to know, if if you didn't already know, we live in Calgary, which is about uh 12 hours away from Vancouver, um, in a different province. We're just north of Montana. Again, I'm explaining this for the Americans. Canadians yep. just ignore me because you already know what I'm saying. We're multinational folks. Why, why, why haven't the, the Stampeders announced anything? They have, they now have the audience of the CBS, CBS Sports Network uh, at this game. Yes. And you're just going to have a normal halftime show of a dog and, uh, and a guy dressed up as in a cow. Like, the, don't you be t- trashing on the, the fastest cow. You know what the most exciting part of uh, the in, of the between plays or the the halftime show is in, in Calgary? It's when the rabbit gets on the field. The rabbit is more entertaining than any halftime show they put on in Calgary. And folks, that's an actual rabbit that is um, yes runs on the field almost every single game. I don't know if it's the same rabbit or if a different rabbit, but I every, feel like every seeing game as we've a rabbit and he runs for a touchdown, and the crowd cheers. Seeing as it's been like 20 odd years that we've lived here, I'm going to assume it's a different rabbit. Rabbits live a long time. I'm sure they do. Why are you going to be like that? I'm just throwing, you know, facts out. Well, I'll be. Well, uh, let's, give, let's give him an NHL update, Jake, for the playoffs. 
we've got two games going on right now. We got the Lightning versus the Maple Leafs. And uh, the Lightning are up two to one with eight minutes left in the game. Could the Lightning come back, Jake? Could they do it? Wait, could so they, wait, could they you're, wait, 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 you're, you're asking me, a Canucks fan, if a team is going to be up three to one on the road, lose a game, and then potentially come back home under immense pressure of a fan base that just wants one. A fan base that just, it's 3-1 now, by the way. It is 3-1 now. It's 3-1 with eight minutes and six seconds left in the game. The pressure that that team is going to feel, it might be akin to the oh. pressure that the Vancouver Canucks probably felt in Boston or uh, coming back home to Vancouver this, in this Game 7. seven. This is going 7. I predict this is going 7. If they They're lose going tonight, to crush the hopes and dreams of every Leaf fan in the world. If this, if they, they lose, if they lose to, if they lose tonight, if they lose tonight, and there's only eight when minutes left. If hey, I never I count out the 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 Maple Leafs this year. That's they true. were down four. They were down four to one and came back in the third period. They've got true. eight true. minutes for two true. goals. True. Um, if they lose tonight, I think the Lightning take it in seven. That's that's how fragile I think this team is. And in the other game, the series is tied 2-2. Rangers versus the Devils. And the Rangers are getting beat up. Beat up. Beat up. Beat up. 3-0. I said it that many times because I know um, Jake's roommate, Mr. Dom, is a big Rangers fan. How is he yeah, doing, I, by the way? Has he, been, um, has he been watching any of the games? He's been watching most of the games. Um, when we're not streaming uh, hockey, he's been watching. Um, Does he play hockey with you now? Yeah, he's coach. Oh, he's actually here. there all the time now? Most of the time. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's he's back to summer. Wasn't I so supposed he's... to be GM? Or did I get Yeah, and then you ne- you, the GM never shows up to the games, so we, uh, we've kind of moved on. We've got more important uh, things to do. The parts of the game that I did watch... The Rangers of this game, game five, yeah. did not look engaged in comparison to the Devils. And I only watched a few minutes because I was getting ready for the stream and taking a quick nap because I always need that. But later tonight, because there's only three games being played on, on this Thursday evening, the Jets are taking on the Golden Knights. Whew. And the Golden Knights, if they win, they lock it'll, be, it up. it'll be the first series to be over. There's a clip that um, starts the show, um, and it's me doing, if they win a Stanley Cup before my Canucks, I was talking about... Vegas Golden Knights. The Vegas Golden Knights, and they're going to win this series. Don't get me wrong, they're not going any farther. Um, but damn it, if they do, I'll have yeah. to... I'll have to become a Golden Knights fan, I think. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. I've already disowned you before. I, so I can't do that now. What's your thoughts on the fact that um, we don't get the Oilers and Kings series now until Saturday? It happens. 
That's like a three-day break, though. Is it is it travel or is it um, ratings? They wanted they they wanted it has nothing uh, to do with travel. It's Edmonton to Los Angeles. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. it's double it's double bookings. Who if no, you be anything up in Edmonton right now? Not in Edmonton. Oh, it's in L.A. Oh, yes. That could yeah. be it. Eh? If, you, if you told me 17, seven months ago, seven to 12 months ago, is L.A. going to be in the playoffs? No. All right, we can book something in here. Probably. And they plus, probably did. Plus, you also have basketball going on. Yes. And I believe the Lakers are in the playoffs. See, I just took it they wanted two Canadian teams playing or three Canadian teams playing on the Saturday night for Hockey Night I'm, in Canada. I'm sure so that's why they took – I'm sure that's why they took the extra day. Mm-hmm. They could have, and they could have said, "Oh no, we'll do five games on," but then you're having five games on Friday. Yeah. So um, the Rangers had a the Rangers and Devil series had a couple days off. Um, I see people all over the internet freaking out, being like, "How can they give them more than one day off? It's the playoffs, damn it! It's happened every single year." It does. Hell, it, hell, it, there it was does. there was one year where round two started before round one was completed. Because yeah. the East because the East wrapped everything up and the West hadn't wrapped everything up. Hell, hell, two years ago, two years ago, the Flames and the Canucks had to make play makeup games while the Stanley Cup playoffs were, were ongoing. Tis a fact. So don't don't give me so playoffs. We, no, no, the rules are going to be broken. These it's real life There's scenarios. No rules. What the, this whole it has to play every other night. That's not written in the rules. That's see, just the people lose. People are losing their minds on the internet. Like it's, it's like this has never happened before, and it just it blows my mind. People um, on the internet need need to, and I'm seeing it more and more. Um, not that it's happening more and more. It's just with my position and now doing this job, I'm paying attention to it more. Yeah. People are nuts about sports. How dare they, you? They they literally like. They lose their mind. I'm usually the rational one. I I don't. I I never. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. Sorry, 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 to... sorry. You're the rational fan. You're the rational fan. Who? What was it? Beginning of beginning beginning of March. You texted me and said, "If we run out, we might have a chance to make the playoffs." <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's funny. I was trying to say that. With really like being serious, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about the SFU now, weren't we? No, we're not. Well, I want to ask you about the playoffs. Um, okay, before we go, before we move on, what else? Yeah, thoughts as a whole so far in round one. My biggest takeaway, other than uh, there must be things happening in the Devils Rangers game because I hear it screaming into pillows, is that um. <laughs> At least he screams into pillows. If he he was in here doing a, a podcast, oh, oh no, watching that Canuck game, there there'd be no way he would he would yeah. hate him. He would hate me more than more he already than he does. Already does. <laughs> um, my first takeaway from the playoffs so far is the Canucks are so far away. They are, <laughs> they're so far away. the The regular season, the Canucks look slow and weak, and then you turn on the. Golden Knights and the and the Jets, or you turn on the the uh, Rangers and the Devils. Hell, you turn on Abbotsford Canucks and the Calgary Wranglers, <laughs> and the Canucks the uh, the Vancouver Canucks team is not built for the playoffs. Not yet. Not yet. What are you talking about? Not yet. 
And not yet. They're going to make some changes. Don't you start with me. With what money? With what money? How are we making moves? I already, do we need to go over this again? How many times do I got to like do this to you? Oh, oh, wait. You weren't here last week when we talked. I talks. I rambled because no one else was here at the time. Um, so I, I apologize. For that. What difference does it make if someone's here or not? You Normally you cut me off every now and again. There, This was like 30 minutes of me just rambling on. With, but, with no filter. But um, did you oh, listen God. to our GM Patrick Alvin uh, end of season press conference? That buyouts are not something that they want to use because it hurts the team too far too far down the line, and that it's not something in our in the playbook. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So no buyouts. However, however, it's almost been two weeks. Uh, we've got JT Miller trade rumors again because Frank Saravelli put out his draft board, and it showed um, JT Miller at number five. That huh? he's. JT Miller, uh, supposedly, according to the inner circles of people, is a very highly sought-after trade target from the Canucks. Well, we have until July 1st, I think it is, to trade him. After July well, 1st, there's no trade uh, clause kicks in. Yeah, but we can't trade him right now. Like, there's no roster freezes in effect. Yeah, but you know, like, there it will open up before not, July 1st. Not much time. Uh you don't I think the draft. I think the draft is when it opens. GMs aren't talking. Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. They, they can't come up with finals checked checked off offers, but it's yes. What would you say? No, that's that's my biggest takeaway from the playoffs. Is the Canucks are nowhere near close. That we rely on one player way too much, because look at Edmonton. They're struggling to beat the depth of the LA Kings, which I talked about last week with Connor. Um, which I don't know if you listened to because you were all grumpy. You could not on the podcast. I honestly, I um, did not listen to it because I was. He grumpy. he said that he had the Oilers winning in seven, and was surprised that I had taken the Kings in seven, just because of their depth. See, I took I took Oilers in in six, and it looks like I'm going to be right on that one. Well, I don't agree with that, but I think they're winning the next game. I I think you're losing your mind if you think that um something else to lose your mind over the sfu Why? alumni including amar dolman farhan lology louis pasaglia to name a few sean just middleton a, just, just to name some there's uh, there's a list of names now that the list of names coming out against the sfu closure of their football program continues to grow but we're talking about the positives right now. Oh, okay. On what day was that? Monday? Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, I believe. It was the raise money for the SFU to basically take them to court. That's that's how I viewed it, is, is that you were raising money for the alumni? No, it was raising money uh, for the football program. It was pledging money for the football program itself. Oh, okay. Um, so this money will not be paid... Unless, Unless they open up the football, football team is reinstated for for 2023. If well, they cancel this season, that money goes away. So what it was was a pledge day. You had 24 hours to make a pledge. You don't have to put any money out front. Just say I'm going to put this much. I'll put this much money once it's. So then they can go to the hundred people raised seven hundred thousand dollars. 
you yeah. obviously know there are some big dollars involved in this. Some big. Well, and I believe that also includes the matching from Adar Amar Doman and other SFU alumni. Exactly. Um, I can guarantee you that could be raised to a million dollars overnight. Um, there's still money that hasn't been talked about. Amar Doman literally, Amar Doman put out a video on the BC, like the official BC Lions channels saying, if it's a money issue, contact me. I have a blank check. He, he, he it, has it's, more money than he could ever spend in five lifetimes, that kid. He literally and, does. And, and you know what he loves? It. And you know what he loves? He loves football. He doesn't love hockey. He doesn't love um, lacrosse. He loves football and he wants to make sure football is successful. And His that's parent, why he bought the team. His parents, similar to your mom and I, took him to games when he was a young kid and he fell in love with the CFL yeah. from Vancouver, loved it, and now he owns a team. It's a cool story. There's no two ways about it. And I wish the every team could get an owner like this um, because yep. he ain't afraid to spend money nope. to make things work. Now the question is, what's next? Um, I get tired. I, I always feel like I, um, bring the, bring Rod Peterson's name up so often in, in these podcasts, but, um, listening to the Rod Peterson show, actually Rod wasn't on that, that was away doing speaking engagements for this day that I'm speaking of. And it was, um, Darren DuPont, his co-host, the moose interviewing Jim Mullen, the, uh, president of football Canada and moose asked Jim direct, do we know the reason they shut the SS, SFU football program down? And he said, that's the problem. We don't. They said something about they didn't want to hurt the athlete's experience. What the fudge does that mean? You should have seen Darren's face. I almost peed coffee over my computer. It was one of those, I, I have the clip. I won't play it, but I have the clip. Um, I'll probably post it up after, but I have that clip of what he says. Insanity. Um, breaking news. Breaking He's news. Three to two. So the Maple Leafs are on a comeback with two minutes left in the game. Oh, come on. Don't do this to me. Don't you break. <laughs> easy, easy for you to say here. We'll, we'll take. We'll take him off screen for a few seconds while he composes himself, dealing with a nasty cough from the sickness that uh, took him out of last week's show. But no, the the SFU is the, the SFU situation. I mean, we, we can only talk about it so much because I feel like we, we have said everything that we could say. I, I, I wish you're still muted. You're still muted. I wish the situation would get better. And I wish I wish that the president, um, I'm terrible with names right now. Uh, Johnson. the president, uh, president Johnson, Joy Johnson, I yeah. believe is her name. Yeah. Um, either came out and said, we hear you, we understand, but we can't move forward. Take us to court and we'll prove it. Or she says, okay, public pressure is enough. We're folding. Th th those are the two options at this point. There's no, there's nothing we'll, else. We'll relook at it in 2024. There, there's that's not an option anymore. They fucked up. They oh, can I say that? Yeah, we're on YouTube. I can swear. Yeah, we're on YouTube. Um, it doesn't matter what they do now. And Darren and I had a long conversation about this off air. 
it's literally going to be decades from now, students are going to look at what happened with the SFU program as a lesson on not on how not to do a public relations um, because it's, it's been a nightmare. It's they it's not just been a nightmare. It's been a every chance they've gotten. Yeah, they they every every possible we we have a we have an opportunity to save face. They've they've fumbled. It's, it's and I love the fumble. I love the fumble analogy. So I'm going to continue to use it. It's it's crazy. It's. It's absurd. Again, we can only talk about it so much before I'm going to lose my mind because we've talked about this for six weeks now, five weeks now. And you know what? It's important that we continue talking about it because. Because it's we got we have to make sure it doesn't go away. If the SFU is allowed to get away with this. What stops any other university, we'll just say in Canada, from doing the same thing? Think about this for a second. I've committed. I'm, I, my dream is to play football. I look at all the different universities and I think SFU is my best path to the NFL for me or the CFL, whichever one you want. Just to play fo- professional football. To play pro ball. This is my best path. I could choose other ones, but I think this is my best path. So I choose this university. We sign a contract and they take that away from me at the last minute. I now don't have time to go and go to another university because they've already got their team set. I can't just transfer to another university. Not until the transfer windows open. And not only that, I've used up 90% of my... Um, money for in my scholarship. Yeah. So that's gone. I've literally lost a season of football. How many players have been injured and lost a season of football and have never been able to come back and become a pro? Not just that. We're talking about the kids who, during their prime development stages in football, were affected by COVID. Yes. They've already lost a season. Now they've lost two. Well, but and these guys were, aren't. At, let, let's let's face it; these guys aren't your marquee NFL guarantees. Well, they probably could have been. They could be your marquee CFL players, like a Louis Pisaglia, a Sean Middleton, a Angus Reed. I could go on and on. The the freaking CFL players that have come out of this. Next to probably Montreal. Um, I'm trying to think of the University of Montreal. Laval. Nope. Um, or uh, Notre, Notre Dame. I can't think of the name. It's a big... Anyways, um, it's one of the biggest producers of CFL talent there is. And they literally have taken 80 kids' dreams and flushed them down the toilet because they're not going to get the opportunity to showcase their talent when they need to. This is the year they needed to show their talent. They missed two years ago. Because of COVID. Well, and these and the now, kids that's affecting the most is going to be the kids, the first years, who are fighting for a position. Yes. Or, or the seniors who are that close to making a pro, and this could have been the year that, that one of those CF, that, NFL teams took a notice. Or I'm telling you, I'm suing this team for everything. 
I'm going. And we still haven't heard make me money for the rest of my life. And we still haven't heard anything about the injunction uh, that's in front of BC courts. It's still it's going through BC courts. I mean that doesn't happen overnight. It's going to take a while to get there. I'm hoping cooler heads prevail and we have a settlement before with the pressure that's building. I can't. And the funny thing is, because Darren said, asked me, so what do they do? What's the solution? What What is the solution? The alumni came up with a schedule that the um, Red Leafs, that's the name of the football team. I'm, they changed it recently and I'm not a fan, but yes. They could play the, this schedule that they put together, uh, ending up playing UBC on with the sh- what they call the Shrum Bowl. It's always been there. It's been a big thing in BC. Even UBC, UBC even is the University in- of British Columbia, and you got the Simon Fraser University. Big rivalries. They have a big game called the Shrum Bowl. That even would be though, the final game. Even though they're in completely different conferences because one's in the NCAA, the other's in Canada yeah. West. Just to be clear, this isn't a... A, a league game. This is just an exhibition that they have every year. Yes. So I, I can't find it. I was trying to find it where I saw that um, schedule that they put out, the alumni yeah. put out saying, this could be done. Don't tell us this can't be done. We this did it. We, we did it. And we're alumni who just called up teams and said, Hey, will you play us? Would you, would you play us? And what's your schedule look like? Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll tenderly put it here. That's literally yeah. the, just them picking up the phone and saying, Hey, it can be done. Will it be done? Yes. Breaking news. The Leafs have lost. Darren. Four to two. Darren, Moose, if you're watching, I've got a Kleenex for you, buddy. Just for is he you. A, is he a Leafs fan? Oh, God. He's such a Leafs fan. I can guarantee you right now, Darren's got a tear in his eye. If it's not the Leafs breaking his heart... It's the Saskatchewan Rough Riders with too many men on the on the field breaking his heart. Um. <laughs> Anyways, I better be nice because Darren is my boss, so I should yeah. be kind of nice to him. Yeah. Um. So what is next? What happens with the SFU situation? How do you what what solution is amicable to both parties? There isn't one. There isn't a solution that I can see. There's no way at this point the university can backtrack because it's been too, they've gone too far down the rabbit hole. And for them to backtrack now, if they would have backtracked when they first saw this swell that they knew was going to happen two, three weeks ago, people would have went, good for you guys. Good for you. You're you're a bunch of freaking idiots, but good for you. Fast forward three weeks later, now, even if they reinstate, people are going to go, you guys are fucking retards. You guys are the worst organization we've ever seen. I don't know, Jake. I I don't see a a way forward. There's no path anymore. There there has to. I mean, the the only thing I can think of is an abridged, again, an abridged season where it's, again, they have the right to play in the NC2A, I don't think they do anymore now that they've already announced the closure of the football team. No, but they the did. NCAA Division Two has moved on because they actually penciled them in for the 2023 season. Well, yeah, because when the Joy Johnson called 
NCAA Division II and said, we're not playing, they, they said, okay, exactly. and they erased them. Which is good on them, right? Yeah. So you're not gonna you're not gonna be playing in NCAA games, which they could have done if they had said. Again, this all could have been solved with a little bit of foresight, in that you you come out and say, "Hey, look, at the end of the 2023 season, we're going to reevaluate. We're going to bring yeah. in outside consults and see if it makes sense, and if Canada West or another league will bring us in, or conference, whatever they want to call it." Then we'll we'll see what we can do, but there's no guarantee of a 2024 football season. Yeah, no. But instead, they went out and did drastic things. And how much of it do you do you believe is? Oh, this won't be news. It's it's Canadian college football. We can sneak it. We can sneak it by. They thought nothing. They, this they thought this would just go away. They really did. Well, I mean, the fact that uh, uh, Miss Johnson didn't speak for two weeks was. In my opinion, they were hoping it would just go away. Well, yeah, exactly. And now we're—I think we're going on four weeks of of this. It's insane. Four or five. It's, it's. Oh yeah, what I'm doing is I'm still trying to find that um, made up schedule, and I can't. I saw it somewhere, and I can't find it now. Well, if you do want to find it, and I'll search for it after as well. We'll post um, it we'll on post, our, our on we'll our post, page. We'll post it on Facebook and on Twitter. You can find us there, Hughes Sports Podcast, at HSB underscore pod on both platforms. Um, we do also have a TikTok that's slowly getting content put up onto it. But um, also... Trying to get content put up anywhere with this company is like pulling freaking teeth. Also, check out HughesSports.ca, where just after this podcast is uh, done, there will be a new article up. And what is that article covering, old man? In your weekly uh, ramble. It might have been just what we just talked about, the SFU debacle. Um, yep. Yeah. And also, if you want to get, if you're a hockey fan, I know we didn't cover a lot of hockey today, but uh, we're Canucks. We're a Canuck and BC Lions sports cast. I mean, it's not our fault the Canucks shit the bed and they're not there. <laughs> um, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things. But if you like hockey and you want to read some great articles, go to ITR. Is it itr.com or is no. it insidetherink.com? Insidetherink.com. Go to insidetherink.com and uh, look up Mr. JQs and check out his articles. Um, Jake and I, obviously, we have fun doing this this little podcast thing we do. We're supposed um, to have fun doing this? Yeah, we're having fun. Shut up oh. and listen. Trying to be nice just once. Would you listen to me? <laughs> Anyways, we have fun doing this thing, and Jake's um, always been passionate that this is something he's always wanted to do, and now he's writing articles um, for Inside the Rink, and there's moments in life where dads are proud of their sons for different reasons, and I got to tell you, man, I've kind of got my chest stuck out a little bit this month. Um, Jake has been writing about a month now um, for Inside the Rink. Um, just over a month, yeah. No formal training in writing articles whatsoever. God, no. uh, he went to radio school. They don't write articles. Um, <laughs> I went to television they school. They I went to television school. I learned how to make cameras work and produce news. So for a kid to come along, kid, he's not a kid. He's 30 years old with no training and starting to write articles for this um, new, relatively new um, website. Almost two years old. Almost two years and old. Of all, how many writers do they have now, Jake? I do not know that number off the top of my head. They probably have more than 50, I would say. I would say probably close to that of different contributors. And 
Of all those people, uh, Jake's articles are number three for the most read. So that's In really the month cool. of April. In the month for of the April. the month of April. That's what I'm talking about. For the month of April, because that's really what the only month you... Um, yeah. Did. So good on you, buddy. That's, a, that's an you. accomplishment. And um, I'm looking for big things. Um, our podcast has been doing really well too on the yes. Um, I want uh, before we were wanted. I signed we signed off today. I wanted to say thank you to everyone because uh, last week's podcast, uh, Sands the Old Men, um, was the most listened to podcast by about two thousand six hundred viewers. I really have a fucking issue with this, people. <laughs> I take one week off. You and take you it go fucking nuts, and we'll listen to the podcast. Twenty, yes. So. Um, all together, we, we had been averaging about 30 to 40 of you beautiful people who are listening. And then we got to, once we started partnering with ITR, we got to about that three to 400. Oh, it wasn't that I wasn't here. It was the fact that we were partnering with. It. No, because, because when you were here, we were getting three to 400. So it's the fact that you were gone and we brought on the wonderfully talented Connor of, uh, ITR. uh, uh, no, well, yeah, but he has his own Twitter handle. I'm trying to think yeah. of what it is. Uh, Lords of the Rinks. Um, covering the LA Kings. He's not and the old man, though. No, he actually had insightful comments and like knew what formation his teams were running and actual stats. And I bet it was you didn't freaking rant on him like he did me. Well, no, because he I didn't rant at him at all because he was a guest. So if you are listening and you do are an American and watching the game, do know I won't rant, rant at you. You're a guest. I'll be nice and cordial, and then once you get off and the old man says something, I'll go off. I can't promise I won't rant on you. If you suck, I'm going to rant on you, okay? It's just true. facts. Just facts. True. Facts, facts, well, facts. One thing before we go. What, what was that? What, what would, if you're, again, if you're just listening to the audio, you're missing out on half the experience. The old man just started pointing at the screen. You didn't let me finish talking. Okay, go ahead. No wonder people don't want to listen. They can't, you never let me finish talking. I'm done. All right. Before we go, yesterday, the Abbotsford Connects and the Calgary Wranglers kicked off their best of five round two series. I was trying to figure out how to word that properly. That's best right. of five round two series um, at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. The game, I don't know if you watched any of the game at all, I man. It's, it's very hard to find because you can only watch it on AHL TV. Which, Which really isn't a bad price. I mean, it's thirty nine bucks and you get all the entire playoffs. Twenty nine ninety nine American. Twenty nine. Well, thirty nine Canadian, Canadian probably. Yeah. Um, the the game it like the, the game itself was high energy, lots of scrums, lots of battles. Um, I watched a highlight package. The goal that Atu Ratu, uh, one of the pieces we got in the Bohorvat trade, the goal that he scored, he to tie the game. He walked in, center of the ice, and just sniped it top corner over the shoulder of the league MVP and AHL All-Star and probably going to be back up to Jacob Markstrom next year, Dustin Wolf. Nice. Just, and made him look like an average goaltender. It, honestly, the highest point of the, that um, game was that, that goal for me. Now, just for people who um, don't follow hockey as well as you do or I do. Yes. The AHL. Um, so we've got the WHL, which is the Calgary Hitmen, the Vancouver Giants, 
Victoria, Saskatoon. Yeah, so where, of... where does the AHL fit in in the so, ranking of? So the NHL is the in North America is the big league is the is the end all be all for hockey. Yeah, they're they're they're, um, they're the Premier League. Yeah, um, underneath the NHL is the AHL. So the AHL, each individual NHL club, either owns or is affiliated with an AHL club. Um, that AHL club then hosts um, the prospects, the guys who are basically out of the minor leagues, out of the junior leagues, but aren't good enough quite yet for the the uh, major league. Gotcha. Um, okay. So a lot of your players, like you think of a big name player, especially on the Canucks, um, other than Daniel, other than Daniel Henrik on that 2011 team, they, they started WHL. No, they started in the AHL. AHL, sorry, yeah. Yeah. The WHL is a junior league. So the WHL is part of um, what is called the CHL, which is the Canadian Hockey League. And that's the WHL, the Ontario Hockey League, the OHL, and the QMJHL, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. They are all your under 20, I believe it's 20 and under, so under 21 players. Yeah. You can have a twenty-year-old. Once you get twenty-one, you age out, and that's when you, you either go to the WHL or you the find AHL. It. Yeah, or you find it, or or you go it's and play in one of the European leagues that are yeah. that are f- yeah. fantastic hockey. Yeah. And watching, like, because the Canucks have sucked so badly, the Abbotsford Canucks have been on quite the run because they have a bunch of players who sh- maybe should be in the NHL or fringe players in, in the NHL. On the close to making the NHL. And they're putting on a show because they think they should be up there. So last night, the um, uh, Jacob Peltier, who scored in overtime, another beautiful goal scored that he's um, for the Wranglers scored in overtime, like just over halfway through the first overtime period. Um, he played up a couple games and was disrespected by the head coach beyond all belief of the Calgary flames. And he's a star in that league. Oh yeah. He, he's a star in that league, but it's great training. And I think a lot of teams, a lot of successful teams use the AHL to prepare their, their stars for that attention and that uh, hype. Just so Look everybody at, knows where Jake and I are going to be following whichever team moves forward from this, um, from this series, whether it be the Canucks or the Wranglers, uh, we're going to be following them and doing an update every week. Yes, and um, something I'm going to announce now, which I might get in trouble for, but I'm going to announce it anyways. Um, next year, I will be writing for Inside the Rink for the Calgary Wranglers. That's so cool. I will. Um, that will be my. I'll still write about the Canucks. I'll still podcast here. We'll still be about the Canucks, Abbotsford, Lions. BC Lions. But my writing on the site is going to be. Um, I'd like daily or game game updates on the Wranglers, um, which is hopefully going to open up some doors for me in uh, networking because there are talks of trying to get us accredited with the AHL um, to actually be able to go in and interview these players and and make relationships with them. So if everything goes well, um, we may or may not be able to bring on a, rookie a rookie ahl player or a veteran ahl player to explain the differences in the league yeah and and what's what the difference is between a ahl contract and an nhl contract because and what what's life like as an ahl player compared to this uh a nhl player 
Yeah, um, you're, an you're NHL playing. player isn't jumping on a jetliner flying from city to city. Depends on your team. Does Abbotsford have a jetliner? I believe they do. Do they? Oh, there you I go. Believe, so I believe they're busting it. I believe, and I could be wrong on this, so I stand to be corrected. I believe they use the same um, plane as the big Canucks. So they'll, if they're playing on like oh, okay. different times, the AHL team yeah. might have to fly out a couple days early yeah. because they need to be there because the big team needs to travel, right? Yeah, that so, makes sense. That makes sense. Um, they're doing a lot of traveling, aren't they? The, the yes. Abbotsford Canucks. It's not like uh, Junior League where you're traveling Western Canada. You're, I believe, I mean, they played Calgary 12 times this year. So you're playing yeah. a lot of games interdivision in your Pacific divisions. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, but if you have nothing else to add, Coltman. I have nothing, buddy. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, have we do. have an update? Do we have an update on our uh, NHL bracket? No, we do not because no single team has advanced yet. So no one has points. Oh, okay. So we will not have an update until the second round. I guess that makes sense. Well, that's, that's boring. Um, how many entrants did we have? Do you know? I believe we had 10. Oh, that's better than zero. Yep. Hey, I mean, it could have been just me versus you. And I'll finish 10th. Hey, it's better than I would have predicted you for. I would have put you in 11th out of 10th. I probably could. Like you, like you somehow got every, like you got everything right, but somehow it still puts you in 10th yes. or 11th. Um, I did, I did random pick this time. Damn, it works sometimes. You. It said random. You pick. just hit randomize and you said, okay. Um, before I go, because it's on my mind, because I uh, do it myself. If you're interested in football and you're interested in hockey and you're interested in any sports, go find out about the officials associations in that area. Yes. Um, they are the lifeblood. And I can say this because I've, I've done it now. They are the lifeblood of the sport. If there are no refs, there is no games. Yes. There's no games. There's no development. If you have a passion for anything, football, hockey, it. soccer, doesn't matter what you, what, what sport, baseball, what sport, go talk to the officials association. This weekend, I get to go run around on a football field and get paid for it. Folks, 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 folks. If he I can said, do it. He said run. Uh, well, yeah. I, this, I think I, it's I, more of a waddle. I'm just no, saying. Not this position. I'm ball boy this weekend, which what? means I'm ball boy this weekend for oh. the women's football game. Between Calgary You're and Edmonton. You're not going to be a, like a ref. You're going because there's women there. I'm going because they told me I had to be there. And then they said there's going to be a bunch of female football players. And you went. Yeah, they terrify me. <laughs> they terrify. <laughs> Have you seen women play football? We're going to we're going to stop talking now before we get canceled. <laughs> but go volunteer. Go do go coach. Do something to get yourself involved because I have reignited my passion for football all over again by doing it because cool. you you get back in and if you played football or you played one of these sports, it's basically like re-enveloping yourself into, uh, into that sport without having to play at a professional or semi-professional level. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll see Jake in the CFL, refing a CFL game. I don't know if I could do this podcast go. then. You think I could rant about the refs blowing a call if I am a ref that's blowing a call? Well, we do the podcast on Mondays during this uh, football season, so yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, could I? Uh, this is going to be a whole moral dilemma this year. Like, do I yell at the refs or do I be like, I understand it's a call, I, I get it. But everyone, as we wrap up, 
The New Jersey Devils have blanked the New York Rangers oh, for nothing Sorry, to take Dom. a three to two series lead. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and I've been mistaken before, every single series is three to two. Nope, that's not true because we have no. the Vegas. Well, if it, three and one. If we have one, that's three and one. Oh, okay. All right. If if, Win- if Winnipeg wins tonight, it'll every single series will be three to two. Yeah. Kraken and Avs three to two. Uh, Dallas and Minnesota three to two. Vegas and Winnipeg three to one with a game to be played right now. Edmonton three to Edmonton LA three to two. Uh, Devils Rangers three to two. Carolina Islanders three to two. We could have every single series go to seven games. We this has, has been a treat. happened before. I don't know, but this has been a treat of a playoffs. So I'm going to sign off so you guys can go watch Vegas and Winnipeg. We will see you guys here next week for a brand new episode. Have yourselves a wonderful week.